podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. I don't know. I'm less into the cold opens recently. All right. Although, is that itself a cold open? Could be. Yes. That could be the, the, the opening to all the shows going forward. Just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I, I feel like, like for a while, like it was, it was funny. And like sometimes when we have like conversations, they're funny. And but like sometimes it's just like I'm forcing it. Welcome to the Touchlines and Touchdowns podcast, the world's first and therefore greatest football football mashup podcast. Friendly version of the Touchline Media Group because as we speak, we're having a grand old time with our friends south of the border. I am your host, Asa, aka The Twig. Uh, I am joined by my co-hosts, uh, Benny and the Jets. Uh, Benny, how are we doing? Um, 80th minute, just waiting for this to end. The Jets, how are you? No, nothing. Is Kevin the Jets? Am I supposed to answer again? I'm I'm confused. No, I yeah, didn't know the, that I was the Jets. I'm well, sorry. if 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 I'm, if I'm with Benny and the Jets, I mean Benny, obvious the Jets. No. Uh, yeah, it's great. Um, um this episode is be- brought. Hold on, this episode is brought to you by the Smith Workforce <laughs> Management Group. Whoever Blue Air decides to put in Paramount Plus, and I don't know, uh, the, the concept of MLS. Clearly, um, or it's it's like mythical at this point. Nobody, if you don't see it, is it, is it still there? uh, Apparently. I mean, Aaron, somebody's paying Aaron Long to play soccer professionally. Are we about to give up another goal? I'm curious. uh, You guys are a few seconds ahead of me, apparently. Oh, Um, yeah, that was close. Yeah, that was as close as it could be. What are they? What are they? What are the viewership numbers for MLS this year? Have they put those out yet? I mean, it's it's sort of like Netflix. Like, they don't have to... Oh, my... Oh, oh let's go, Jesus Ferreira! You guys are... You got, your guys' feed is like 30 seconds ahead of mine. YouTube TV, man. That, that, that was a... Yeah, YouTube TV is actually really fast. Like, oh, what a ball from... What a ball from Jordan Morris. <laughs> <laughs> Guess with like a... With a game breaker there. Um, so my, wait, that was my, was that Dest or was that Morris that passed the ball? Dest was the one who like got out of like pressure, split like two guys, and then got us on the break. Yeah, watch this. They're showing the replay right now. So yeah, off the who's four? Is that? I think it's Miazga. So Miazga has a nice ball. Dest gets it up to yeah. ten. Who gets Sonora. it over to Morris? Sonora <laughs> so really, over to the crossbar started this attack, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That that is brutal. Like what? What That's a game tough. Breaking. Really, really, <laughs> really. Uh, nice, nice cross from fourteen. Is that Alvarez? That was no. yeah. That was no, Morris Gu- thirteen. Gu- that was the 13. that was the Travella. That was the I don't have a left foot pass. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He hits that with the outside of the right foot. He knows what he's doing. <laughs> uh, I, I I like the the hitting the chest, pointing down as if like Glendale, Arizona is disputed territory in this game. Um, as, a, as a father without a left foot who plays a lot of soccer in his living room with his son, I, I recognize using the outside of the right foot like that. Sometimes you got to oh, yeah. do it. Um, yeah. 
Oh. Oh, an- another attack? Uh, okay. We just be doing commentary at this point. Sorry. Okay. Yes. So this this um, <laughs> this game this game was a total snoozer. Not as soon as we start recording, there's just a whole lot to yeah. to, to hope about. All all be, action. There's another eight minutes plus stoppage time of just Midwest people going oh 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 oh. oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I, I so I, I had a list of things that I wanted to talk about, and the first one is: Can we talk about the fact that this is the uh, Continental Classico brought to you by Allstate, taking place at State Farm Arena? Like maybe it's just me, but like I, I that seems messed up. And like somebody at Allstate or State Farm or both had to be like, guys, <laughs> guys. I mean, it's just a straight cash grab of a game. So like everybody's just yeah, like, yeah, whatever. Two insurance companies. <laughs> um, I, I guess like if I if I had to choose between those, I'm I'm gonna go State Farm. I, I feel like the Chris Paul commercials were always good. I think I have State Farm. Uh, I have some off-brand insurance because I live in California and insurance rates don't make sense in the state. Uh, um, my wife takes care of that stuff, but I'm pretty sure it's State Farm. Uh, I, I should know. I got into a car accident. Here. I got into a car accident relatively recently, so I should know what my insurance is, but I, I don't. Huh. All right. Yeah. Anyways, um, so... Uh, Let's uh let's uh go through this a, a little bit. Um, up until the seventy, what was it? The when when did Mexico score their goal? Fifty fifth minute. Yeah, it was like five after stoppage. Yeah, or five after uh, half. No, th- so that was I wanted to point that out. They said five minutes after halftime they scored the goal. That was like the call, but it happened in the fifty fifth minute. It was ten minutes. I think the guy forgot that uh, halftime uh, is at forty five minutes. <laughs> I think you're right. Yeah, you're Uriel uh, Antuna, fifty fifth minute. He's Jesus for eighty second minute. Yeah. Okay. So let's go through the uh, the lineup. Do as 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 we are want to do. Um, the uh, in goal, Sean Johnson, for reasons that are clear to nobody. I don't know why he's there. I don't know why we're doing this. I like. I understand like the the impulse to like put your quote best possible keeper back there. Um, I feel like we already had the, the Sean Johnson Memorial game. Well, he was always the guy like, well, maybe he's not the best shot stopper, but he's really good with his feet and passing. So you can put him out there for that. And he's just been a disaster with yeah. his Real bad. Holy cow. Like, uh, up in, but I think I said prior to him giving up that goal, I think he had like the worst first half a goal he could possibly have while like not giving up a goal. Like that one pass that was just kind of like aimlessly like, behind the left back but not to the set like uh, what was very that? confusing very confusing um yeah i don't think it's Kellen acosta chasing somebody after a turnover <laughs> that never happens um but we'll get there won't we Kellen? um so uh, across the back line um just four guys who didn't need to be here on so many levels uh we had deandre yedlin who's should have retired from the like he should have retired after the world cup and said like oh i'm done with international ball not because like he gets to go out in a blaze of glory but because like let's just save ourselves this whole thing what we're doing right now um i can remember one good thing that he did do do, do you guys remember anything positive coming from deandre yedlin he's so one dimensional like i don't I, yeah he's so one-dimensional yeah, he has not he developed since like he 2014. Left. Yeah, yeah, and all that's happened is he's lost a step. 
Yeah. Um, Walker Zimmerman. Like, this, is, this isn't a real camp or a real game where you're like, oh, we need like veteran leaders. Like, no, you don't like, you know, you're not going We're, to the World Cup and you want a guy in the locker room who's like been there and is like a, a mature adult. It's like, who cares about that crap? Yes. Yeah. This is, this is like, and it's not like the next guy who I'm going to talk about, which is Walker Zimmerman, who like is clearly somebody who can help you in this type of game. And I thought played well. Yeah. I mean, he's been fine. Yeah. He looks like, he looks like a grown up. <laughs> yeah. Like, like he, he's doing the Walker Zimmerman thing where it's like, okay, there's a cross into the middle and it's boom. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. He's done, uh, a good also, job of, he's done a good job of like stepping in front of guys and winning headers and things like, you know, like cutting out things at the beginning, but I'll, the, the the entire offensive game plan in the first half appeared to be uh, Walker Zimmerman kick it as far as you can and hope Jordan Morris can outrun whoever's in front of him. Yeah. Um, why that? Why that plan? Yeah, yeah. That was that was my question. Was like, why was the plan not kick it up to the fast dude who's nineteen uh, right. instead of the dude coming off of his second ACL tear? I have a theory um, about why Sergio Dust is here too. By the way, did you know the NBA playoffs are going on? I did. Yes. <laughs> What do you what do you want to bet? Serginho fits in a couple of those during his time here. I mean, it it is sort of weird that there's this game is in Arizona. Phoenix is hosting a series. They've played two games. Um, Russ Russ versus uh, KD. It's a big ticket game. Um, yeah, you can go and nobody will recognize them. <laughs> Sorry, Kevin. It would have been great if the game was tonight and like at halftime, like that's like subs himself <laughs> off and then like pops up on social media like an hour later at the yep. game. Um US game. Yeah. Oh Walker Zimmerman with a certain yellow. Hello. A certain yellow, yes. Yeah, and that's a, that, that's a that's a get your money's worth hip check. Oh. Yeah, that oh, <laughs> that is a red card. That is dirty. I just saw it. And he runs that's away a, like yeah. what? <laughs> Um, well done, Walker. I, I gotta tell you, I love the concept of, of cards in a friendly. It's like, oh no, yellow <laughs> card accumulation. You got me. <laughs> um, you can just see the remorse in his eyes. He looks, <laughs> you know, I really, I wish, I wish I, I, I could have, you know, done more. Um, Paxton Pomacall and Caleb Wiley getting one minute mm-hmm. in a friendly. Glad we Caleb are Caleb Wiley should that. have started this game. Yes. Over no fewer yeah. than two players, Ugh. depending on which position you would li- would have liked him to play. Um, so wait, Shaq Moore was here. Did I know that? Has uh, as somebody who watches MLS, Kevin, has Paxton Pomacall been any good, or is he still just uh, here because of his name? He, I I think he's. And we talked about that on like a previous pod. How there's just like certain guys who are just like entrenched and like, oh, they're like the MLS guys who are like, you know. They're not on the national team for real, but they're in like the MLS orbit of national team players. Uh-huh. I think that that's still pomical. Okay. Like, there's nothing going James on with Sands. him. Right. Like there's nothing going <laughs> on with him where like he's going to progress to he's not growing anymore. Okay. There, there was that window there where like he was it was like three, four years ago and like a couple of injury riddled seasons yeah. prior. Like people thought he had a, a future, but yeah, the 2019 U20 World Cup was kind of his like high point. Right, that was a long time ago now. Yeah, right. Some up, hey, some some people peak in their first year of college. It happens. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't know what to tell you. Today, um, Bonnie says hi. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, yeah. I would say that he peaked as a sophomore, wouldn't you, Kevin? Yeah. 
Oh, it was the sophomore year where he was really good, right? Uh, and had a very loud play one time against Michigan. Um, yeah. <clears throat> but but that that play uh, doesn't matter. It wasn't wasn't nobody needs to talk about it. Um, yeah. So, um, but anyway, so uh, going going across Walker Zimmerman, well done. Um, Aaron Long, bad at soccer. I, I don't yeah. know what else there's. He he looked faster this game. Like I, I will say that. Like, it looks like he got like a step back. So he was supposed to be this like plus athlete center back, which fine, like he was fast, but he was also like this converted like defensive midfielder, and I was like, oh, oh, I was yeah, that, that looked up. like that. Yeah, that 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 looked like it was about to be a penalty uh, given yeah. conceded by Jimmy Sands. Sorry, um, yeah, I don't know about that. Uh, that's the type of thing that absolutely gets called as a penalty in the Premier League because it's in stoppage time and they love doing shit like that. Well, as long as you're from the right team. Yeah, um, right. Um, um, anyways, Aaron Long is supposed to be this like converted midfielder. I don't know, man. Like he made it Zimmerman, who's not a not exactly like a ball playing guy, look like a competent ball playing center back tonight how bad long's play was yeah oh. i mean him him and uh acosta and um long both looked like they had the yips like they hit a bad ball and a bad ball and it's just like i mean oh, aaron, aaron long looked so bad tonight and uh, like obviously yeah. he was pro- I, what 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 blame are we assigning to this like in in the blame scale i'm gonna give sean johnson five percent because like there's not much you can do one-on-one um, and, and I'm going to say 50% Kellen, 45% long, or, or, or are we yeah. flipping that? That ball was really bad. I mean, it was long, really bad. Long yeah. could have dealt with it better, but I think you got to put more of it on Acosta. It, yeah. It, generally when there's like a giveaway and you're like hanging a center back, like it's, it's the person who played the ball. That's whose fault it is. Yeah. I mean, so, okay. So we're going to say mostly a Kellen Acosta sin, partially a uh well also partially an Aaron Longson. All right, uh dear listener, as you know, certainly a one one draw uh mm-hmm. in the con- first Continental Classico. Um Cash Grab Classico. Continental Cashico. There you go. There you go. Um so okay, so Aaron Long, I'm I'm I I don't know how many times on this podcast I need to say, and that's the last time we see Aaron Long. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I don't know. We also buried Tim Marine like two two years ago, and well, look how stupid we are. <laughs> what, what what I'll say what I'll say about the Tim Marine burying was that we said what we said, if I recall correctly, was we weren't saying Tim Marine wasn't good enough. We were saying there's no room in Burhalter 2.0 for a Tim Marine. Right. He didn't seem to want that variety of center back anymore. Right. And then he had no other center backs and had to call up his best player. <laughs> right. It just so happened to like be like one of the most informed center backs on the planet during the World Cup. Like what a what a what a time to grab this guy. Right. Yeah. Like we weren't saying Tim Ream sucks. We were saying Greg Burhalter thought that Tim Ream sucks. We um, did. I, I, I almost want to go back and listen to those episodes because I think we dragged him mostly when he was playing like as an outside back. Yeah. All kinds yeah. of goofy crap. Like, you were yes. wrong, Tim. I'm sorry. We weren't wrong. Tim, you're not a left back. <laughs> oh, okay, true. Greg, you were wrong. 
<laughs> yeah, Greg was wrong. Um, we were actually, if I actually remember that episode, we were just talking a lot of shit about how Diego Linus made him look uh, like a grandfather, which he did. It's, it's no insult. Um, what another weird since I mean, we're all over the place already. I know you tried to do the back line and we talked about Costa, but I, I want to talk about the Eagle Lions right now. What a what a weird career that guy is having because he he seemed like a like a killer for the U.S. whenever he played the U.S. and apparently that's the only time he ever like looked halfway threatening. He's the Mexican Claude the Mew. I was I was gonna say he's the Mexican. Um, what's his name? The the he was uh, he was on the. Uh, Carl Pavano. He's the Mexican Carl Pavano. Carl Pavano had, I swear to you, a 1.7 ERA against uh, the Tigers and like a five against the rest of the league. Who was that guy on the Rangers that hit a thousand home runs against the Tigers? Uh, Nelson Cruz? Nelson Cruz uh, loved playing the Tigers. Did you guys know that uh, Javi Baez has now like a five-year vendetta against a uh, pitcher who used to be in Cincinnati and now is on the uh, Brewers? And like every time they go up against each other, the bench is clear. <laughs> I don't watch baseball anymore, but I'm all I'm all about that kind of pettiness. Yeah, I mean, Tigers are great. Um, it's a great season. <laughs> I love baseball. Um, okay, uh, Miazga came in for Long. Um, Miazga is better than Long and started the move. Well, I guess the crossbar started the move, but was the second part <laughs> of the move that led to the goal. Um, I, I I don't understand the argument for long in front of Miazga, like either for club or country. Like Miazga is a, I guess, allegedly, I don't watch MLS, but allegedly a good club center back. Um, and long is not. It's got to just be like the experience thing at this point. He's been here. So we're going to call him up. I mean, just for heaven's sake, get a technical director and a new coach in here so we can stop watching this recycled garbage. Speaking of recycled garbage. Um, Oh no, it's dust. Now I feel bad. <laughs> there were so many people I, that, like, if that was the next person I wanted to talk about, like, it would have worked. Acosta, Sands, Morris. <laughs> um, anyways, do you remember? This has been I don't know a while ago now. It was like a uh, retweet, uh, whatever you think would be the funniest movie with um, one actor left and everybody else is, is Muppets. <laughs> and. Eat. Yeah, but anyway, that's kind of Serginho Dest in the Muppets tonight. It was Serginho Dest. What's funny about him is that, like, we know friendly Serginho Dest is a thing. Um, and, like, there were a couple of moments where, like, you saw him do something. Like, like he had, like, uh, the only way I can put it is a, a drop step turn where he, like, left the ball behind the Mexican guy who's pressing. It must have been Antuna. And just, like, spun off him and then went. And I was like, oh, right, he can do shit like that. And then the rest of the time, he was just like, like, there were moments where he looked like a stay-at-home left back. Not because that was the tactical decision, but because he didn't want to go forward. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> the, the suns are on in an hour and a half. Let's go, people. Like, come on, let's go. I'm not, I'm not trying to get hurt today. No, like, I've, so I've got courtside seats. <laughs> the people who look competent tonight were Dest, Zimmerman, and Sands. And maybe Jordan Morris for about 15 minutes in the second half. But like, other than that, and I guess it was Ferreira, Ferreira for a second. Um, yeah. I mean, he no, did. he scored that goal by accident. I, I said for a second. No, it's a good thing that the, the Mexican defender deflected it into his foot the way that he did. 
Otherwise, <laughs> that, otherwise, it was like going to roll behind him or something. Kevin, I don't know, you like, sound like a bitter Euro snob right now. Are you all right? I, I'm not a I'm not a Euro snob. It's just like I, no, you're the you're the MLS guy. Yeah, dude. I, I am like you're supposed to be. Jesus Ferreira is pounding in goals and is twice as good as Josh Sargent will ever be. Speaking of which, he played today, and he, I, th- I thought he looked really nice. Was that today or yesterday? No, Ferreira was a statistical anomaly last year. Like, if you actually, like, you know, watch the games, like, he's not good. He just (laughs) – he found himself in good spots consistently. Like, there are players – there are – there are – 18 players in MLS that I would much rather have on the field and on the roster tonight that, and none of them are American well, yes. <laughs> than, than right. what we put out here today. It, it, Ferrer was like, it was a weird anomaly. It, it, although I will say this actually, when I, watching Vasquez and we'll get to him, I'm sure um, for Cincinnati, he actually, I mean, he was invisible tonight. Now granted he, there was like zero right. service for the guy. And like, I, I, it's so hard to like, assess a striker when like he has no service and you're just like countering but Vasquez actually looks more like a competent like number nine like his movements right like the way he scores his goals makes sense and like he does his things and the only reason I bring the two of them up is they both had like banger seasons last year from like a score sheet productivity standpoint like one of them was like fake it was yeah uh yeah I'm, and, I'm a, and, and obviously I was just gonna say like obviously the one who is fake um, has significantly more goals than the other one this year for MLS. Is that correct, Kevin? Uh, that I don't know. Oh yeah, you're, I don't think Vasquez has scored a goal yet. Vas- Vasquez has one goal. Or um, one goal. You're right. He has one goal, and um, Jesus Ferreira has five in eight games, including two in his last two. And I'm gonna I just raise my hand and say I was wrong about Ferreira because, like, I don't know. I just enjoy watching the guy play. Like when I watched him for Dallas and sometimes at the U.S., he just like. I like the way he moves with the ball. I like his eye for a pass and just, it doesn't translate to the U S I don't know if the level's too high. I I don't know. He's not strong enough to play the way that he plays for the U S and like in in these games, like, look, say like MLS is a fun league when I was able to watch it. And I'm not anymore because I, while I do have Apple plus because I watched Ted Lasso, um, like I don't watch MLS anymore. Like I have other things going on and, I don't know. Me and and Serginho watch the same amount of domestic soccer. Not, not to like go off on a tangent here, but like I would a lot of times, yeah, I would a lot of times watch like the Sunday night game or if there was like a random Wednesday night or something. Cause like, I don't watch baseball and like, you know, I don't, I watch a little bit of like playoff hockey, but what, what, like if I would watch those games and they just don't exist anymore. I mean, all of them on Saturday at like what, I don't even know what time the, the, they, so they, they've taken the, again, like, like talking about two people, like taking the wrong lessons from things they've taken the wrong lesson from ca- uh, college football, which is like, Oh, we're going to put all of our games on Saturday. And that's what you're going to do on Saturday. The reason that Saturdays are for college football is because we are all collectively addicted to it and are willing to ruin our family lives <laughs> and devote a day of the yeah. week or two to this thing. Nobody in America is willing to have a fight with their wife about I'm going to sit on the couch for 12 hours and watch soccer because your wife is going to say you've you've been sitting on the couch since 7 a.m. or 10 a.m. depending on the like the thing. Pick two it's like games. Drink, it's like drinking all day. You can't you can't watch soccer all day if you don't start in the morning. You know. Sure, 
But like, if like, like there's a culture in this country where there like many wives, I, I would assume the, the collected wives of this chat of the, of this podcast included who understand that like, okay, I'm, I'm not getting you to do anything on Saturday or Sunday or like whatever that day is. Like, I'm, you're not going to, you're not going to do it. You're going to start drinking Bud Lights because we're a woke podcast. We enjoy our Bud Light or we're not woke and we enjoy our Bud Light. It's very unclear to me. Um, but um, like, it's just not going to happen. And then on Sunday, like, okay, fine. I won't watch the Lions. I will make that sacrifice to not watch the Lions. Um, but like, I'm not going to be able to convince my wife to be like, Hey, I'm going to get up in the morning and I'm going to watch two premier league games. And then I'm going to watch soccer all day. Cause she's just going to be like, no, no. Right. It's like (laughs) when, when we got married, my wife knew like, all right, he's probably going to be out of commission for three hours at noon on Saturday. And he's going to be out of commission for three hours from one to four on Sunday. Like there's nothing built in like that for, you know, for MLS soccer. Like that was like the, Hey, there's a 10 o'clock game on Sunday night. Maybe I'll pop that on while we're laying around. And there is no 10 o'clock game on Sunday night. Now there's no random Wednesday game. It's just Saturday. And I have not seen one second of MLS this year. I've watched more Liga Mackies this year than I have MLS. Yeah. That's at least on Friday nights. Uh, I don't watch it on Friday nights, but I, it's it's on Telemundo, and I don't know if any game's live because I don't follow right. the sport. <laughs> and so, like, it's on FS2 sometimes, and I, like, for me, it's, I don't know what's going to happen, so right. great, whatever. It's live to you. It's live to me, <laughs> sure, yeah. No. <laughs> um, but, you know, what else is live and can be live to you both in real time and also, I actually, I, I assume they have replays, but what you can watch is all sorts of soccer on Paramount+. Plus. Everybody, uh, is this a recorded ad read? It is. You have. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Do it again. No, just keep going. Just keep going. UEFA Champions League soccer is streaming on Paramount Plus. Nine months of heart stopping, hold your breath exhilaration is underway with the biggest stars, top teams, you'll note not Arsenal, and craziest fan bases across Europe. Watch every match from the group stage through the knockout rounds as Benzema and Real Madrid defend their title, no, against Liverpool, no, Man City, yeah, probably, Chelsea, no, PSG, come on, Barcelona, now you guys are clearly just messing with us, and more, Bayern, in soccer's biggest (laughs) club competition. So don't miss a single sweat-soaked second of regulation time, stoppage time, and extra time. And stream every match of the UEFA Champions League live exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Uh, We'll also note that you can watch Europa League and Conference League on on Paramount+, Plus, but (laughs) they're not going to advertise for that. Golazzo. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
Um, so in light of uh, the midfield as it was. That was an advertisement for like Reddit uh, soccer streams, right? Yeah, obviously. <laughs> um, Reddit's a weird, hold on. Can I, can I, so like I've, I've recently like spent more time on Reddit as I've spent less time on Twitter. So it's not like I've like reduced my phone time. I've just shifted it. Um, Reddit's a terrible place and Reddit ch- like message boards reminds me of the old days of message boards where it was like, oh, this is awful. This is terrible. Message boards are the worst thing that we have. Um, so shout out to I, what was it? Big soccer. I, yeah. Big soccer. Um, are you talking I'm about just like the U S soccer Reddit being terrible? No, or all Reddit, just Reddit, all of Reddit, general? all of Reddit is awful. Uh, Basically man, anywhere where people can have, be have, anonymous is bad. Yeah. Yeah. Opinions Nothing plus anonymity good is going is on awful. What, hang around for Reddit during like a, you know, the throes of an election cycle. Oh my gosh. Where, Wait, wait until Trump is running against DeSantis, then get on Reddit. <laughs> yeah, Nothing yeah. even oh fun's going on right now. He's going to be holding I, his own election. I may have insane. to, like, throw my phone out the, like, the For You tab is, like, the worst thing that's ever happened to Twitter. Because I, I open it, and I'm immediately upset. Like, Oh, they got like, you good. Yeah. Like, I, what so, is so this? Occasionally, I'll for, I won't realize that it's on the For You tab, and I'll be like, I don't follow this person. Who is this? And I'll be like, ah, good. Okay. Um, my you know, thing with Reddit it. though is that today, today I I was on like a thread about what was it about? It was something like super benign, like uh, gaslight anthem, whatever. And you like sort of scroll down and whatever. And by like the middle of it, it wasn't gaslight anthem. It was like a relationships thread. In the middle of it, it was like, yeah, actually, all Trump, all people who have ever voted for Trump ever uh, are fascists. And the response to that was. So, yeah, but you also said in a previous comment that you should kill fascists. Are you advocating for the murder of 45 million people? And you, like, read this. And I spent 10 minutes doing this. Like, I was reading this back and forth. There's your mistake, before I, my friend. Yeah. Before yeah, I, like, yeah. like, like, you have a moment on your phone where you're just like, ah, what what the fuck am I doing right now? Yeah, and, like, you then the you, there. I did, I did. They, they caught me hooking the sinker like I was trying to make a back pass to a shitty center back. Uh, and and so on and so forth. Um, Helen Acosta, not dear good. lord, not good. It, it, it's it's. I, I made the joke about how you know, James Sands looked good because he was like playing next to a true six. But when your true six sometimes has to play like more than eight, like it, that's the wrong position for him at the international level. Well, I, I I have a hot take for you. There is no right position for Kellen Acosta at this point in his career at the international level. Yes, this, well, this, this match was a testimonial for Kellen Acosta and Aaron Long. Bon voyage, gentlemen. Uh, via Carlos. I, I think you're being naive about Acosta. Unless something really shakes loose at the sixth position, I just. Pedro Soma, just do it. We should we should go well, back to the to the uh, to the to the last cycle where it was just like. Oh, you're 17 and you look like you you can kick a ball twice without falling over. National team call up. Let's go. After Pedro. watching that game, Kellen Acosta is now behind James Sands as the backup six. That's true. Uh, well, uh, especially especially I'll have turnovers from James Sands. Not really. Repeatedly from Kellen. There was one very bad moment from James Sands. Two. Yeah, that was early, right? Right, so like his first, first touch. Yeah. His first oh, yeah. touch was real bad. I was ready to um, punt into the moon. I'm like, God, oh, it's even enough. I do it. 
And I'm also <laughs> a, 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 I'm a card carrying James Sands hater for whatever yes. reason. And I'm also an Acosta apologist. So, you know, uh, you can't take, can't take, I love Kellen Acosta. I was, I've gone I back was and forth on Acosta I'd... so many times. I'm like, he's good. He's bad. He's good. He's back. He's terrible. He's Schrod- uh, Schrodinger's, Schrodinger's six and a half. He, he has extreme limitations and super specific like applications. It's just like a few times he, and it's, I think it's always been against Mexico. Like he's just like shown up and like been really, really gritty and mean and just like figured it out against Mexico generally. And that's like where he's won my heart, but not like he, his he's, best he's moment. The... How about this? His best moment internationally in his career was a yellow card. That yeah, was a good yellow card. That, I mean, that was why? because card. he didn't take a yellow card in that game in as at the Azteca. Remember right. that one? Yep, sure yep. do. Um, you learned but, that lesson. But like Acosta, like I think the thing is with Acosta, and I like Acosta. I you like I I'm the same with you. Like going back and forth about him because like I really love shit talking grit lords like it's it's you can't grow up as a hockey fan in detroit and not enjoy darren mccarty what whatever race or sport he's playing helen acosta is darren mccarty like he's there for the fight he's not actually good at the sport he plays he's better than i'll ever be but like he's not actually good at the sport he's good at the ancillary shit um and like helen acosta like he's not i mean i, I i'm gonna use another analogy here is is that like Kevin's right. Like he like does a lot of things. You're like, okay, but a couple times a game, he'll do something so horrendously stupid that you can't get over it. And the problem is, is that if you go call it 21 for 30 as a, as a quarterback for 250 yards and three interceptions, two of which are pick sixes. Yeah. It's not good. Nope. Oh, yeah. with he, that. He, he threw a pick six tonight, baby. Yes, he did. That, that That's one of those where like, I, I, I don't know if there's an assistant coach who's in charge of Kellen Acosta, but like <laughs> the way that you can occasionally see a quarterback's coach when somebody winds up to throw, just go, oh, fuck. Yeah. Like, don't, don't make that throw. Please don't make that throw. Shit. Well, and it was, that- uh, do you guys remember the, uh, the, the, uh, Penny Sewell, uh, catch earlier in the, earlier in the year to like ice it against the Vikings? Of course. And- I forget who it was, but maybe it was Nick Baumgartner. One of the Lions beat writers pointed out like the coach on the sideline who was down in the squat because he saw it coming. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, oh no. It's it's the inverse of the Lane Kiffin where Lane Kiffin would start celebrating touchdowns before exactly. the ball was released. Yes, I see bad <laughs> things happening. Something terrible is about to happen and I can do nothing to do to I can do nothing to stop it. Um but yeah, I thought Jimmy Sands outside of one very bad moment. Um, he made those switches really nicely. Yeah, he was ball um, secure. He like came out of duels pretty well. I mean, yeah. he knew what he was doing with it like immediately. Do we, yeah, we, uh, it's, he, he he did a lot of good like half turns into space. Like he he would quickly collect and like look upfield with the ball, and like a lot of times, uh, like Sebastian Lundjeff, like the the, the classic like dog of this where like oh, there's, there, there's this like moment of like potential transition and like as soon as he touches the ball he, he may, immediately will play it backwards to the to a center back like Sands was always like turning up field and into open space which was nice but refreshing he didn't have anyone good to pass it to but he was turning into space and right. like had the thought at least yeah there was yeah. just spare parts out there tonight like there's nobody nobody in that side that really has 
I know obviously like nobody knows the future, but I'd be surprised if anybody on that field tonight has much of a future, maybe Aiden Morris, maybe, I don't know, maybe Walker Zimmerman gets some more meaningful playing time. I mean, oh, I I guess dust dust is there. I forgot. If dust can't get his club situation settled, like, I mean, Anthony Robinson can play left back, like clearly competent, like premier league, mid table, premier league guy. And Joe Skelly's going like 90 minutes a game now. It's like a 19 year old in the Bundesliga for Gladbach. Like, well, supposedly assume... Reynolds is supposed to move to like Feyenoord or something too, right? Or there's at least, yeah, yeah. they're starting to talk like, about it. Right. Like, it's not a given. Like, he, Dest two years ago looked like he was like, oh my God, like, what a, yeah. what a do a national win. Like, we, he might be like a, you know, our first like world class player. Like, he's at Barcelona. He's next to Danny yeah. Alves. They're like, now he came in almost at a time where it was like we had no one at right back. The guy who was he competing with? I mean, it was like Gedlin, Shaq Moore. Like it's the same people who stink yeah. still today. Right. Um, uh, and and a guy like, who's currently the, that, a center back. Yeah, Cannon. Yeah. Oh yeah, Reggie. So like like although apparently a good one. I feel like we should we should revisit that question. Like if, it's if he can play as a center back, sure. it's not like we're overflowing with center backs at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, no, we we have a million Reggie Cannon style center backs. We've got like twelve dudes who are like, you know, bottom of like a top five league or playing in like the next five in Europe that are like, well, they're kind of good, but then like they go like I don't know, then they like fall out of favor, they get sent out alone. Reggie Cannon but, is like Mark McKenzie. Did, like uh, same... did Atlanta? Did Atlanta not release Miles Robinson for this? I I assume that there was a deal where they said you can have him for the actual open window. And we won't bitch about it, but you're not going to take him twice. Like, I assume that that's what went on there because Atlanta hates America. Um, as they do, they get, they get really bitchy. Wasn't it like the U20 yeah. World Cup too? Or you yeah. said, there's some like it was, U- it was or, or Olympic, uh, qualifying. Olympic qualifying where they yeah. didn't release Miles, uh, Wiley, uh, Bello. No, it was Bello, Miles, and somebody else. Well, this has been yeah. ever since the U.S. called Miles up for something stupid and like messed up his knee, right? And then yeah. kind of cost Atlanta this, the, I don't know, at least a, a playoff run or something. Yeah. Um, well, which, you know. You know what? I think, is it, isn't Miles getting rumored to have some uh, move to Europe this summer? Well, his contract well, is up, right? His contract is up in December. So, like, it's sort of like he's going to leave in June or, or he's going to leave in July yeah. or or December. So pick one. Um, eh. Yeah, whatever. He's 26. We'll see what he does. Um, but in terms of the, so the attacking guys, um, Howell, when he got the one upper two, uh, he, Howell had two opportunities to like go. Um, one time he played in uh, Jordan Morris and Jordan Morris took a touch from hell um, <laughs> that almost resulted in a goal, but yeah. not yeah. because Jordan Morris can do anything. Um, and then the other time was he had a really nice cut in wine, you know, from like the top of the box, he let it rip, it got blocked. Jordan Morris had an empty net and kicked it into row double C landed in my yard. Yeah. Cowell is one of those guys where I don't think he's going to be anything, but I wouldn't be completely shocked if I ended up being wrong on that. If he, that makes to sense. Me, he's 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 a guy to me who you look at him and you're like this dude is toolsy as shit 
I'm not sure that he's a good soccer player, but he's toolsy as hell. And like, you can't discount a dude who's fast and strong. Like, I'm not saying that he's going to be good. I, I just, I just, is it bells uh, or somebody keeps making the joke that he'd be a great right back? Yes. Somebody does that. Uh, maybe, maybe that's what ends up happening. I don't know. He just needs to get with a coach that's good and believes in him and can make him into something. And yes. I don't know if he'll luck into that at some point. I mean, like the, the sort of the hope is, is that he gets, he gets sent to somewhere in a reasonable league. That's reasonably safe from relegation. So like uh, if he could find a, a way to get to like a, I don't know. Is it, is it, Aruka, Dude, I don't, if he could just, if like he could that team in San Jose, that, let's, let's start there. Get the kid out of San Jose. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, and um, I don't think I don't think anybody argues that the Scottish Premier League is better than MLS, uh, but Sands got better. Like he's better now than he was when he left. Yeah. So I don't know what the I mean. Maybe it's just you know he's gotten older and worked on his game. Maybe it's like something about the environment. I don't know. But yeah, I don't know. Um, in in terms of the midfield subs, I guess we should talk about. Um, do we have any thoughts on Sonora or Morris? Not really. Morris looked competent, I guess, in a brief. I, my, my Sonora thing is, was okay. Yeah. My, my, my thing is, is that I, I don't trust my eyes with Morris because I want him to be good for right. a lot of like conceptual and structural reasons. So like every time he does something like even like, you know, like he could tie his shoes and I would be like, yeah, see that heady player knows not to trip over the laces, right. bring him in. Um, and as for Vasquez, um, Ferreira, like it was there, he didn't, he, he did one thing that was good and it was questionably his decision to do it. Um, Vasquez, I think tried a lot of like, they tried to use him as a holdup guy. Um, and like, didn't really work. He like, looks like he should be a holdup guy. Like the dude's right? got huge shoulders. He's got this big square jaw. Like he looks like a dude that you should be able yeah. to like lump the ball up too and like he's like look how look how and he's, yeah, he's he six, looks like a target six, he he looks like i mean he's six three he's listed at six three i bet he's like 180 like maybe that that's what i'm like mistakenly like falling in love with when i see him running around from cincinnati he just looks like this like massive athlete like almost like out of place in this league where he's like too big to be around these people and then like bang he scores a goal i'm like oh this guy has to be amazing yeah. maybe that's maybe my american biases are like well and oh it's yeah like, do you remember like uh who just came up uh tj duckett remember him sure. he was just like fun to root for because he was like big and ran people over like sure i feel like that's or brandon jacobs or whatever there, there's just certain guys that are like hey he's big that's fun so like <laughs> i feel like vasquez is kind of like the soccer version of that um, I would DK. I would say that uh, yeah, DK uh-huh. 100%. uh TJ Duckett also in addition to being like large and a running back uh fairly good pass catcher if you'll recall correctly oh yeah especially um, especially lot, wobbly ones that you lofted wo- into the end zone wobbly ones into the end zone with one second left uh, from uh, you know Jeff Smoker great game great game that's a great name by the way and there was definitely not a second left. Uh, sure was, sure was a second left. I mean, we all watched the game. There was a second left and then uh, TJ Duckett scored. And I, I actually, I'm convinced that that's the first concussion of my life. Cause my brother was like, we were watching that game. My brother like had me in his arms, like jumping up and down and I hit the ceiling. Um, so, so fun story, full disclosure. I remember this play extremely. So growing up, like 
every kid who grew up on the east side of Detroit. I was a University of Michigan fan. We were actually at my grandparents' house in St. Clair stores watching this game. And uh, I cried because my parents actually grew up cheering for Michigan State. Because they mostly because they like the underdog. I remember crying when CJ Duck had scored that touchdown, being so mad at my parents because they were happy. Uh, good times. Go green. Um, interesting note from that. Uh, a friend of the pod, Jonathan, um, was in the bathroom when the 12 men on the field penalty happened. So he never watched the end of that game because we determined that uh, it was good luck for him to be out of the living room. So he was outside of the living room when that, when that play happened. Um, but I think that we're giving this up, this, this friendly, I, I think we, we can sort of talk about it next week or something about like wh- who we care about from this. Um, but I think really what I want to say to our listeners and to all of our followers is good on you. Like it is, you know, Greg, Greg was not here because he went to a basketball game and, and that was the right decision. A lot of you. Yeah. Like a lot of you looked at this game and said to yourselves, nah, but some of you, some of you hold strong. And, and to those people who said, I'm not watching this game, you're a liar. You're addicted like the rest of us. If you could get away from this stupid thing, you would, but you can't, you're stuck with us. Uh, in the words of my co-host, wherever he may be right now, he's in Denver. Uh, you're in the walls. Take it out. It is what it is. Um, have you ever seen that episode of Bob's Burgers where he goes into the walls when his uh, in-laws are yeah. there and then he just stays oh, for man. three days because it's super pleasant? <laughs> you know what I need to do is I need to restart Archer. Great show. Great show. Um, but dear listener, outside of watching Archer, you can find uh, my co-host, Ben. You can find him on Twitter at BL Herald. Ben, you're certainly going to have uh, grades from this game up Uh you know, in, 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 uh, record 36 time. hours. Yeah. 36 Tuck hours. Is in the mail. <laughs> you can find, you're, uh, never, Ke- you're never watching this game again. Don't lie oh to me. Gosh. I didn't watch it the first time. Um, you can find, you can find, <laughs> you can find Kevin on Twitter at Kev underscore Kwiatkowski. You can find uh, all of us at TLS TDS. Um, we will be on Instagram just around the time that we give a shit enough to do it, which right now I got to tell you, morale is low. And, uh, you know, U.S. Soccer, please hire some people so I can feel interested give, again. Yeah, give us give us like a, a reason to be like, oh, this is what they ran before, and this at is at least spread some interest. rumors. Give me rumors. Yeah. yeah, come on, on with you. Remember um, when Mourinho was going to be our coach? That was awesome. That was a fun week. Um, <laughs> thank you to our sponsors, Smith Workforce Management Group, whoever Blue Air sides put in, Paramount Plus. Um, Thank you to our listeners. Um, please like, subscribe, share, tell your friends, tell your enemies, tell your local uh, L Tree fan. Like, they're as as disinterested as as, as we are, apparently. Um, but uh, obviously, dear listener, we couldn't and wouldn't do this without you. So thank you so much, and we will see you next time. Podcast Network.